Look, my nigga, this is dedication. This is anti-hesitation. It's a real nigga celebration. It's a dime block declaration. 59th Welcome to Better Than MJ and Kobe Question Mark. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy. Alongside me this time is... The Professor. I'm here, guys. What's going on? Yes, yes. You do not find Stitch on here. He out in the wind, saving cities. We had to record. We're on the cusp of the goddamn 2019. 2019 playoffs are coming. Regular season has a couple games left. Two days. Last game is Wednesday. Yep. And then games start uh, officially on Saturday, the 13th. We made it through the regular season, goddammit. There's craziness going on here. Man. Headlines everywhere. We are sorry we kept y'all waiting so goddamn long, but we got a fire-ass show for you today. Playoff seeding. Looks, let's do it. You know we got to start with the best coast. The West Coast. Western Conference. As right. of today, we have Golden, Golden State, State number, one. number one seed. Before we even go on beyond that, in a five-year span, the Kerr era, most uh, regular season wins all time by percentage and, yeah, and by the number of wins. So you got to give props to them uh, getting the number one seed again. Yeah. Who's number two? Uh, it hasn't been decided yet. As of today, though, it is the Nugs. But they are half a game out from Houston. So, or Houston's a half a game out from Denver. So we'll see. Houston plays tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And then Denver plays Wednesday. So we'll see what where, where the chips fall. Who do you think's taking that number two seed? So, I mean, Rockshire playing the Thunder. That's a toss-up game. We're already clinched, so why, why play our starters? But you never know. Um... I want to say Houston because I'm a Houston boy, but yep. I think the the situation Denver and Houston should win both their games and the seating should stay the same. Denver's a tough place to play in in terms of uh, they have a lot of home court advantage. Yeah, I don't know if those last couple of games are in Denver or not, but we'll see. So that's uh, uh, two and three. Who we got at four? Portland. Portland, we got to talk about. What do you think? They had a solid season again. I mean. They don't get enough credit for being in a tough Western Conference, and last year they were the third seed. They're missing that one piece that's going to send them to the one-two spot that's vying to go to the championship. Absolutely, but they're always in contention. They're always yeah. winning four, five, six, fifty seed. games. I mean, Dame Lillard played out of his balled out of his mind this year. You know, um, a lot of people thought that they'd fall off and collapse for whatever reason. Yeah, but no, he's been there. He's, he's been solid. He's actually stepped his game up a lot, taking on that role of the lead person. Um, after that, we have Utah Jazz. Yeah, the Jazz disappointed a lot of people this year. I mean, we thought that Donovan, after his stud performance last year in the playoffs, oh dude, he was he was a nightmare for us. That was his rookie year. Um, we all thought that they were going to come out and play and maybe even take the two seed or three seed. They've kind of fallen off the wagon. Uh, not not that they've had a bad a no. bad showing, especially in the Western Conference. I mean, right now they're sitting at what forty nine wins. That's going to put them. You know, at the at the four seed right there. I mean, yeah, that's it's not bad, but you also have Gobert, you know, a great defensive player. You got Ingles. You got you got a great squad and a lot of a rabid, crazy racist fans in Utah that <laughs> make it a home court advantage for them. Um, we're I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought that they would be a, a slightly higher seed. I really did. Don, uh, he, he's he's doing fantastic. I think they're right where they're supposed to be. Um, I mean, I think. In the playoffs, they're going to be one of those teams that are just thorn the side. They're not going to go down easy. They're yep. teams are going to have to work for that win. Yep. Um, but I think they're just like Portland. They're missing maybe one more piece that's going to put them over the edge. We'll see. Who else we got? Um, after that, we have Oklahoma City. Paul George finally learning how to play basketball and having an amazing season. Yeah, now listen to me right now, y'all. 
You know I've been the biggest Paul George hater. I've been the J. Jonah Jameson of Paul George's. But he had a really good season. He balled. I I will give him props. He was at one point in time, like January, February, being spoke of of as maybe an MVP candidate. Yeah, he was up there, like in top top three, top five. He finally hit some game winners. Yeah, finally, he, just, finally earned that Gatorade commercial. Yeah, eight years, nine years in his, into his career, he finally was doing that, uh, learning how to hit buzzer beaters. But this team has been helter-skelter most of this year, or uh, towards the end of this year. They started to fall apart a little bit. Russ is still averaging a triple double. The guy's a monster. I mean, ex- he, most explosive player in the NBA, probably by far, right now. Yeah, most athletic point guard in NBA history. I'm always going to say that. Uh, he gave us a 20-20-20 triple double for Nipsey Hustle. Props to that. That was his homeboy. Um, I never thought. I thought a triple double was impossible in the modern era. He's done it three years in a row. It's unprecedented. I appreciate that about Russ. What I need to see from him, you know me, when it comes to playoffs. You gotta, you gotta win. I need to see a couple of playoff series wins for yeah. Oklahoma City. Regular season doesn't matter. I mean, just look at the Warriors. Yep. Like, their most wins in a regular season, no one remembers it because they lost the championship. There, you go. there it is. That's exactly true. Rounding it out, I think we have San Antonio, right? Uh, yeah, San Antonio and the Clippers finishing the last two, seven and eight. San Antonio, I mean, probably the most consistent team in NBA history. Every I mean, year of the pop, Duncan, greatest coach ever. Every year of the Duncan era, they never missed the playoffs. They're always flirting with fifty wins or more. Um, they retired Ginobili, which was a great ceremony, and I just I love that franchise. I also like the fact that. You know, from Toronto, they got, uh, what's his name? Um, of course, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Oh, you're talking about um, Tony Parker? No, no, no. From Toronto, he played uh, with... Oh, Kawhi. Ka- no, Kawhi went up there. Yeah, who are you talking about went down? From He played in Toronto all those years and now is down in San Antonio. Traded for Kawhi. Kawhi's in Toronto. Oh, oh, oh. Why am I blanking on his name right now? God damn it. This is a bad show. He's While he's looking that up... Um, you know, they have all the pieces. They have uh, still a lot of quality big men. You know, and David Aldridge is on that team playing quite well. Um, you still have pop in the system. I think that this team has a chance to surprise somebody, even in the seventh seed, and maybe push a game to seven, and who knows what could happen. I think they may just get out of the first round. Um, but all props to them, and all props to the Clippers as well. For really having, I believe, the Clippers have no All-Stars and still are uh, going to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean... Because obviously, you know, they don't, don't have DeAndre Jordan or, or CP3 or Blake anymore. No, they pretty much are just kind of running on fumes right now. But their team, they're like, they're playing very good team ball. Yeah. There's no, like, stud star. Yep. Uh, I mean, you have a couple guys. DeMar DeRozan is the guy we're looking for. DeMar DeRozan. Wow, I blanked on his name. I'm sorry about that. That's disrespectful. I was like, I was just thinking, oh, I was like. It took a I, while. His face is in my head. Yeah, his face was in my head. You know how it is. It's been a while since we recorded. But go ahead. Um, But yeah, so right now, they're just playing really good team ball. Patrick Beverly from the Rockets over there playing really good defense. I I mean, he's not going to be the guy that's going to take the game over for you, but he's that great role. They have great role players. Absolutely. They're just going to play hard every night and give you great energy. And, I mean, it's just kind of a good base to start from. Now they just need to pick a few good pickups. But, you know. Hey, there's another Southern California team that ain't going to the goddamn playoffs. So, L.A. better appreciate the fact that they have at least one in there. I know, because, dude, oh, my God. We got to get into this, because we're talking about the Western Conference. I don't, even, I don't even know where to begin with that. I so... I want to hear this hashtag ring true all over Twitter. Prodigy was goddamn right. I told y'all that this Bron Bron experiment 
wasn't worth a damn. Even at the very beginning of the season, I said they were going to flirt with the playoffs. I didn't know they would be this much of a train wreck. They were eliminated in March, man. Oh, yeah. It's just been a complete just train wreck, dumpster fire. Like, nothing's gone right for them. Oh, man. Just, I, I love watching L.A. burn because I've never been an L.A. fan. Yes, um, of course. We both hate them. Let's be honest. But, I mean, I'm a fan of talent. Like, I like, I, like, I respect LeBron. I respect Kobe. I mean, I respect the greats. Yes. But, I mean, it's, I just love watching them burn. And then that just... Well, there was a time, uh, Christmas Day, let's, let's back up a little bit. Christmas Day, they beat the Warriors in, in L.A., and it was a you know high-profile game, a lot of shit-talking, kind of a division rivalry and whatnot. And LeBron got injured with his first big injury, which is a, I believe it was a hamstring. It was a groin, 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 it was a groin injury. Groin injury. Um, he missed like 17, 18 games. Yeah. Uh, Lonzo had his injuries. But the team was completely off the rails and falling apart. But the biggest thing was... All of that bullshit about uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron, like behind the scenes Talking with his camp, trying to orchestrate this trade, and, and Anthony Davis trying to orchestrate the trade with his uh, with the Pelicans, who are also who trash. Got, who got so pissed and got salty and benched his ass? The Pelican. Well, Anthony Davis was considered widely last just last year as one of the greatest players in the league. Oh, I agree. And so best, what, I thought he was the best two-way player in the league yeah. last year. And, of course, we all have heard for years and years, LeBron may or may not be the GOAT and definitely the best player or one of the best players in the league as recently as last June in the finals, right? Yeah. Both of them have tanked their stock completely. I've never seen a bigger turnaround one year to one year. Kawhi? Be, uh, I would still say Kawhi's in the top ten this year. He played well this year. Toronto has the two-seed out east. I don't think he went down as far as his his stock of value. His stock, you don't think his stock, his value went down that low when he had that oh, huge, that huge. That just, was bad too. You're right. That, that situation was pretty bad. That was bad too. That's You're about right. This level. That, was, that was. I would put LeBron because he's a bigger star. Yeah, more on, so. On, but on, it's still on a bigger level. level because again, the, one of the things that I've talked about on this show multiple times, especially the Laker fans, is you know Kobe in his prime, being healthy, missed the playoffs uh, right after Shaq left. You know, it, it, it's no shade. It fucking happened. We all fucking try to forget about it. Then they got beat in the first round by the Phoenix Suns with uh, Steve Nash a couple of years. So he had some rough years yeah. before he got the big, you know, Paul Gasol and whatnot. To be on a team like the Lakers and miss the playoffs. This team has missed the playoffs six huge. years in a row. But they, there were predictions. We have to talk about this. Playoffs isn't the goal with L.A. There were predictions as soon as y'all signed LeBron. And I laughed at y'all, and I'm still laughing at y'all, predictions that this was a Western Conference Finals team. They were they were better than the Rockets. They were better than Denver. They were going to compete with the Golden State Warriors and maybe even compete for a Finals appearance. Remember all that they noise? They can't compete for the playoffs. There it is. It's just, it's... it's Weak sauce. Like there's no, other than LeBron, there's no right spot on that team. We gotta call. We gotta call a spade a spade. Remember, he was the, basically the de facto GM, and I have more shade for Magic later. But he was the de facto GM that brought in Lance Stevenson, you know, um, and all these other scrub tasks. It's, it's a ragtag just group of guys that are playing on that court. Rondo, he's supposed to fit with you. He's a fit with anybody. I want playmakers. I need playmakers. <laughs> Remember that all that noise, or whatever. I don't need shooters. I need playmakers. This team performed worse than New York throughout stretches of the season, and worse than the team that LeBron left, which was 
Cleveland. Which we'll get back on New York later on. Which I, I have words about New York. But go ahead. No. I mean, just, wow. L.A., I mean, like, I had, I thought they would be at least, a, I didn't think they could compete with the Rockets, Denver, no. L.A., not, not a chance, but I, I thought for sure they'd be four or five right around that Portland area where LeBron would be able to elevate them to that level. Um, this year, I think he was honestly plagued by injuries. He had no, he had no business being on that court. They should have shut it down because this is definitely not the year. Yep. And try and get somebody in the off season to compliment him because he, he, he's ten years ago or even let's say five years ago, mm-hmm. he could have carried that team. Yes. Through the whole through the whole league, he's proved that he can do it. Absolutely. And but so, he did it in the Eastern conference, conference, and that was the other half of my argument is the fact that I think he got to the West and he got punched in the mouth yep. and realized that every game is a fucking battle. Yep. Because like it's not like oh I'm ahead ten games I can just take a you know rest easy tonight and take a loss if I need to. Yeah. No. Like, every every loss every win matters yeah. in the play, in the Western Conference. Even other teams that aren't making the playoffs in the West like Minnesota can punch you in the mouth. Sacramento had a pretty good year they can punch you in the mouth. Oh, D- yeah. Dallas with uh you know possibly the rookie of the year which we'll get into. It's not the East where you have like three teams that are bunched up and then it's like a forty game spread in between yep. all the others. It's yep. like everyone's within ten games of the top. Well, and also remember LeBron, and, and I like him as a player. I'm not trying to throw shade and kick him all these down per se, but remember he was dumb enough these last four years while in Cleveland, while he's in his 30s, getting older and older, to play the equivalent of 48 minutes a game almost. Has no business I mean, doing that. He was leading the league in minutes last year. Remember yeah. all that stupid noise? And then he played all the way until June. So he doesn't trust his training staff. He doesn't trust his coaches. And... He gets out to L.A., and of course he's not going to trust Luke Walton. Did the Vulture circle in that, that job? Of course. That, he's over. You know oh, yeah. Walton's out of there. But you know who should have his neck uh, on the chopping block as well? Remember, Magic Johnson set all this up, too. He said two years, so I think he's got one more year. If he doesn't get anything, if he doesn't even make the playoffs next year, it's going to be hell to pay. Clock's ticking. And I know this about Laker fans, especially not making the playoffs, not even being in contention. This season burnt them, and they should be mad at both LeBron and um, Magic, and then also obviously upset about Walton no. being being the. the he had no guy. business being that coach. Yeah, all the way around, a disaster, a dumpster fire. Um, but you have the Clippers. <laughs> the okay, Clippers so are your team. What, uh, here's a question for you: Who who in the NBA could coach LeBron? Has the ability to to subdue that personality. The only time it's been it's happened, and the only time I believe it could happen is with Spolster, but only with the backing of someone like Pat Riley, who says you're not gonna I'm not gonna fire Spolster for you, because LeBron back in Miami wanted Spo out. You know, people yeah. always forget about that. He was disrespectful on the bench to Spo a few times, and Riley was like, "Cut that shit out. You're not doing that. Spo is our coach." You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than Kerr and Popovich, probably the only two. Yeah, who the, could the coaches who, could. who had the personality to dominate LeBron who, and who make could. him submit. And at this stage of his career, he does need some coaching in terms of. Hey, he's obviously he can't a, do it all anymore. You can't do it all. You can't play every minute. You know, you do need to listen to your old aging yeah. body. Father Time is coming at you, and you know, uh, there's just a lot. And let's not forget, from a team chemistry standpoint. He destroyed this team. He doesn't get along with anybody. Nobody gets along with each other. He basically said, Kuzma, Lonzo, um, Ingram, your three best young players, I don't have faith in you, and I would trade you in a heartbeat for Anthony Davis right now. And what that did was demoralize all of those young yeah, players. No one, wants, no one wants to play for you if you're, if you're doing like yep. if you're talking like that. But now you're going to attract Sparkles. free agents? Now you're going to attract all <laughs> Kawhi to come up? No. I... 
I will believe it when I see it, but I'm right now today unconvinced that another A-list alpha dog free agent is coming to L.A. to play right uh, right now. I think my hot take is I think what LeBron, his, his, his player option is what, after two years? He signed a four-year deal. We're at the end of one year, so three well, more thought, years. But I didn't know if he did. It was a complete four-year if he had a player option for two. I think it's a complete four. Okay. I want to say it is. If it's four, he's going to stay and probably retire in L.A. If he has, I couldn't remember if he had an option. If he had an option, I think he would leave. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he did this move for obvious reasons. Space Jam 2 needs to be filled. That's where he wants to retire. He's thinking about his, post, his post-NBA career. And his family. And you're not going to, you're not going to have a post-career in, in Cleveland. Yeah, but his family, you know, being in the Brentwood school, his, his son seems like a hell of a uh, prep player, yeah. high, high, uh, high school ball Gives him player. an opportunity. Yes, I get that. And who, who doesn't like L.A. and the glitz and glamour, but... If you're not winning down there, that's a yeah, lot of limelight. That's a lot of limelight. And it's so recent that, you know, with Kobe's retirement and whatnot, that, yeah, the comparisons are going to be there. They, they've seen the model standard of, like, work ethic and, and success. And if you ain't giving it to them, L.A. going to give it to you. Damn. Agreed. Um, we talked about the, the Western Conference in terms of all eight teams that are in, and we talked about the ain't shit-ass Lakers. Out east, man. Who are you impressed by? It's a it's an inferior conference. We know it, but who are you impressed by? Uh, I mean, Giannis, man. He's just been a absolute stud. Yeah. He's the Anthony Davis we had two years ago. Ooh, I like that hot take. I'm gonna he's, have to use he's, that. He's defensively and offensively probably the best two way player in the league uh, this season. Yep. He's just an absolute monster. Um, offense, I'd uh, I'd still probably give it to Harden, but two way player, Giannis has it. Yep. I mean, um, in your MVP. I know you're a homer when it comes to Houston, but is he your MVP? I think it's a toss-up. Either one can get it. I mean, mm. obviously I'm a Houston guy, so I mean, I'm going to lean towards the Harden. But I think if either guy wins it, they both are deserving. Cool. Um, Milwaukee, best team in the NBA, but uh, I mean, Houston plays in much harder, much harder conference. Yep. And he's Harden's had to put more of the team on his back than Giannis has, especially with Chris Paul out yep. for as many season games as he was. Garrett Gordon out. Yep. And so I mean, like, and the 30 game point streak was just you know his scoring is ridiculous here. I, I will say this, and again, we have a rivalry, obviously, with Golden State, but game recognizes game. This season for Harden is the best offensive season I've ever seen from any basketball player since Jordan left the league. I'd agree with that. John, but man, I, I mean, like going back to, to uh, Milwaukee, man, they just... Great team ball. He's making everyone around him better. Yeah. But he's definitely like one and one and one. They're one and one right now. You can't put you can't separate them. I mean, Giannis has just been unreal in the Easter, especially going against a great Boston team, mm-hmm. a great Philadelphia team, and Toronto. And Toronto. I will say this too with uh, with Giannis. Um, some people get on him about he can't shoot and whatnot. He's put more effort into his jump shot than Simmons yeah. on on Ben Simmons on Philly. By far, and there are times when he looks pretty good and comfortable shooting from the outside. But when you can drive and dunk it every chance you get, why would why you? not do it? If you're gonna, I mean, if I'm gonna shoot a mid range, you know, shot or do an easy layup, I mean, or a dunk, it's, it's he knows what his bread and butter yeah. is. And you, I don't think it's physically possible to stop him from getting a dunk. Just like you know, I don't think it's physically possible for you to stop Harden from getting a step back three. Both are impossible to guard and do anything about. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, out east, we, we, you mentioned obviously the Bucks. All respect to them. 
I mean, the next three spots are probably the only ones you uh, that are worth probably paying attention to. Go it's going to be Toronto at number two, Philly at number three, and Boston at number four. Uh, of all those t- two teams, I think I see Philly and Milwaukee taking the top two top two spots there. You don't trust Toronto. I don't I, trust them. I, I hear you. First of all, none of us believe sitting here today that Kawhi's heart is in I still, it. Still, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't doubt his talent, but like, well, does he have what it takes to put your team? Over the edge, I don't believe he has it. And we all know, because we've watched the NBA playoff basketball over and over again year after year, that Kyle Lowry has ghost games, as I like to call them. He's probably the worst, other than Harden, he's probably the worst playoff performance like oh, yeah. for the past few years. Harden, like, they both fall apart in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, I mean, just randomly in a seven, best of seven series, two or three of those games, he's going to have a dud. Yeah. You know, so it's, 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 what's going to happen? Yeah, you never know. Toronto's just kind of like, you don't know which team you're going to get every night. Philly's a question mark. This is the first time you have Jimmy Butler on that squad. Uh, I still think Jimmy is going to do something crazy in the playoffs. It could be crazy like a 48-point night, or it could be crazy like getting into a fight and getting suspended for the rest of the playoffs. We don't know with Jimmy. Who who do you trust in that team to take, to put the, to take over? It is, let me say this categorically, it is Embiid's team. When we talk about big men in this league, uh, yes, uh, Giannis, to a certain extent, is a great big man because he's huge and whatnot. And, and uh, Denver's Jokic, or, uh, or uh, yeah, Joker or whatever, yeah. um, had a great year. But Embiid is the best big man in the league. Anthony Davis fell quite hard for me you know, in terms of that ranking. Um, there's nothing from a big man standpoint that he can't do, and they will go as far as he takes them. Philly. Okay. So when you when the game's on the line, you have to tap on a guy's shoulder. You're tapping on Embiid's. I am tapping on Embiid's. Who, who's you giving the last shot to? That's different. I'm giving it to Butler. I I like Jimmy Butt uh, buckets. Yeah, I mean Butler is. I trust it. I trust him to either get fouled or make that shot. He I think he, out of the three, he's probably the best player at making his own shot. Agreed. Creating his own shot. Agreed. But yeah, Embiid Embiid needs to put up like 30 point, 12, 14 rebound nights. Three block nights every game of the playoffs, pretty much. Yeah, the last team, Boston. I mean, I really think Boston has what it takes to take the East. But again, it's like what team's going to show up? Like Boston, when they're playing their best ball, they're probably one of the best teams in the NBA. Sure, but they they've shown they've they can play at their top, or they're playing just they're just getting blown out by teams. And yeah, just they play down to people's levels. They're dysfunctional. They don't know who is going to take the last shot. They don't play well with Kyrie. Amazingly, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm disappointed, but I need to see if they flip the light switch on, which could happen as well. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals Game 7, a game away from going to the Finals last year last with, year's, yeah. with an injured Kyrie. So the, the stakes are high. We all thought that they would win the East in a lot of ways. but Yeah, I gave, I mean, at the beginning of the season, I gave the East to, to Boston. Of course. We all did. We were, we're learning the hard way that that is not the case. Nope. I'm going to give credit to one more Eastern Conference team. Uh, the Indiana Pacers mm. deserve a lot of props. Uh, Oladipo went down about midway through the season. Uh, obviously, their best player. They're one and I think they're one and only All Star. I don't think Miles is an All Star. No, nah, it's pretty much just yeah. Oladipo. But even still, they're uh, high ranking, aren't they? The fourth or fifth? Fifth. Yeah, I mean, and at one point they were the third seed for most of the season, like a good 90 percent of the season. So I give them all kinds of props. Uh, hope Oladipo gets healthy. I do believe that with one other piece, they could be the best team in the East very easily. You think so? It, one other with one other piece. It have to be a major piece. I think they need two solid pieces to be up there in the discussion, or like one like one just absolute stud. Yeah. I don't know who would go there, but yeah. I don't. Think, I think they need two like legitimate just starters that are 
solid. We'll see. And that'll put them in the discussion at least, but I, I, I don't see any players right now at least going to Indiana. Yeah, it's a tough place to play. Um, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's going to the playoffs. I mean, I'm impressed. First of all, it's good to have someone from the New York market and blah, blah, blah uh, going to the playoffs. D'Angelo Russell, again, someone the Lakers let go, uh, just balled. has been balling. It's his team, and he took them to the playoffs. Now, what they do in the playoffs, nobody's expecting them to get out of the first round. Uh, I probably haven't watched the Nets game this entire season. I've seen a few. I've seen a handful late in the season. He's been balling. He's been hitting game winners. You know, he's average. Uh, I think he's most improved player of the year uh, or a, a, a nominee for that. Yeah. 21 points a game, 7 plus assists. He's doing quite well. It's, it's funny when you put a guy that's uh, maybe not doing well in a certain system and you put him in a new a new market, a new coach, a new system, and it just fits and they just take off. Exactly, exactly. And he's grown up a little bit too, yeah. you know, from all those problems in L.A. So he's going to play off, and his team uh, knocked the mathematically knocked the Lakers out of contention. How fucking beautiful, beautiful is that? that? Yeah. You don't get any better. Who you got for Rookie of the Year, my friend? Oh... There's only two choices. It's Coke or Pepsi, and it's uh, Trey Young. I know. I'm, I'm like, I want to say Trey Young, but I hate Atlanta. I don't want to say it. But I mean, my, my choice is Trey Young. But um, I'm gonna have to go Trey Young, even though I don't like Atlanta. But you Ooh. know, it's about the individual. So he's just been unguardable in almost some aspects. He's just been like turning it on. He can score from the outside. He can. He's so small and agile. He gets in there. Reminds me a lot of um, Nash. You just slip in different ways. Yep. Um. I like them both this year, and I'm not a big fan of this traditionally, but I like the whole co-rookie of the years. Um, I like both Trey and I like uh, uh, Luca. You know, um, now we have to pump the brakes on something because the internet gets stupid, fucking crazy to me. Luca is not Larry Bird, goddammit. it! No, can we can we stop that? No, I mean, he's not. He's nowhere near Larry Bird. No, he's, not, he, he's near the same game as Larry Bird. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Great young player, great talent. Um, you, you see a white player, and, you, and some of y'all went right to Larry Bird. No, he's his own player. His his game doesn't model Larry Bird at all. No, um, but a great young player. I think Trey and Luca can be co MVPs. I think they do different things for each one of their franchises. And Atlanta is, all, I mean, like at that point, it's just Atlanta's twelve and Dallas is fourteen. So I mean, two yeah. spots higher. So I mean, edge amount. I see Trey Young getting it. True, uh, and I will say, it, uh, Luca had the benefit of playing with the great uh, Dirk. Changed and, the game for the big men. Yeah, and in a better a better organization. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Because uh, isn't Carlisle still the, the coach yep. for Dallas? Yeah. So you have a better coach, a better Owner, Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. So um, we will see, but I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with the co-MVP. Give that slash. Just like they did with Grant Hill and Jason Kidd back in the day. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah. MVP, you still have... I still have... Uh, I mean, I mean, to me, it's a toss-up. If either one wins, I won't, I won't get upset. But, I mean, obviously, I want Harden to win. So my, my vote is Harden. God damn. And he just won the... I mean, it was a... Like a gimmick poll, but like by players, and Harden was a leader in that. So we'll see. We'll see. It is a there is a popularity contest aspect to it. And I told you this before. I think that Giannis wins the, um, was it like oh, we call it the general the I'll call it the general vote for the for the MVP, and yeah. then Harden will win the players vote. That makes sense to me. Um, in general, I like the whole best player on best team or team with the best record. But I could go either way. Yeah. It really is a coin toss for me. I will say, and I am a hometown fan or whatnot, it is very interesting to me that 
both KD and Steph are somehow automatically eliminated from this, even though they have the best record in the Western Conference, the tougher well, we, conference. You can't. It's hard to show out your individual talent when you have five All Stars on one team. Yes, Boogie's not been an All Star for a few years. He only played he, in a limited he set of he games. Five, he has All Star talent. He does. He certainly does. Um, but they are eliminated from being in uh, the discussion <laughs> magically. You, you can uh, hopefully so, sense so, my sarcasm. So much salt. I do have the saltiness. Let's get into this, young man. Paul Pierce. Your boy ran his goddamn mouth. Now, you know I know a thing or two about running my mouth. I ran my mouth about a few movies earlier, but this is a sports show, goddamn. You're a troll. I am. Um, Paul Pierce ran his mouth on NBA Countdown, talking about uh, he's better than Dwayne Wade. What you got to say about this? Ten out of ten times, if I'm starting a team and I need to build around somebody, it's going to be Dwayne Wade. Yep. It's not even a question. I don't, I don't, I'm not knocking Paul Pierce's skill, ability. Nope. But somebody that's going to lead the team, ice in his veins, ball out every night, every night, it's going to be Dwayne Wade. And with heart. The guy has heart. Yeah. Even Boston fans aren't, aren't believing Paul Pierce. They're laughing at him right now, too. Paul Pierce, a Hall of Famer in his own right, um, is comparing himself to someone who went to the finals five times and won three finals, um, is the all-time leader for guards in block shots. More than Jordan, you know, he is the Dikembe Mutombo of, guard. of guards when it comes to blocking shots. In addition to all of those points that he scored, the higher playoff average, higher regular season average, he's D Wade. Just, I mean, like, how many times has you thought Dwayne Wade was done, and he comes back with some ridiculous play, scores it, hits it? Yeah, I mean, he he used to, he used to be called the Flash, and. I think for the last nine to ten years, he's not been fast enough to earn that nickname, but he still plays just as effectively. He just plays playing at everyone else's speed rather than his old speed. Yeah, man. He just, he, he's a baller. All respect to him. I like the whole jersey swap thing. His retirement or yeah, really cool. retirement tour thing was fun. Uh, and everyone's, every, I mean, I love guys like, like him and Dirk that are on their like, last season that are just getting mad respect everywhere. It's just, you rarely see that, that, that guys that reach that level. It's end of an era. Yeah. An end of a very special era for basketball. And um, I just, I, I loved watching him. I was never a adamant Kobe fan while he was playing, per se, but I respected his talent. Yeah. I was more a fan of, after Jordan, from a two-guard standpoint, Wade than anybody else. Just me personally. You know, but it is what it is. Yeah. So Paul Pierce is an idiot. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Zion. Young. Talent. What do we think about this, man? I think whichever team he goes to, Rookie of the Year, mm. obviously. Okay. And MVP. Ooh, wait, MVP of the regular season? Are you kidding me? You got the hottest takes of hottest takes? God oh, no, damn. The kid is, is a man playing among children right now. Of course. He's, he's, he's LeBron. Yeah, he like he could have gone last year and been fine. The guy's yes. an absolute monster. Yep, plays hard. I mean, like he's not one of those big guys that you see that are lazy that don't want to get down on the ground. Like, no, the guy will get down on the floor, scrap it for balls, jump it for rebounds. He does whatever it takes. Runs the court. Yep, and has great vision. I like. I saw quite a few Duke games this year. I respect his leaping ability. It's out of this world. Uh, he's crazy athletic and he's. Huge, you know, like he has a man's body. Yeah, 
You know. But I'm not sold in the NBA yet. No? I need to see it. I need to see what he looks like against real NBA-level talent. He could be a Blake Griffin. He could be a Sean Kemp. He could be a Charles Barkley. Uh, or he could be a LeBron. You know, and all of those are great players. But I'm not sold yet. It's to be determined for me. Who do you see his play being most like in the NBA? Right. NBA. Modern that, NBA? No, like in, throughout the NBA, players you remember. I mean, he can shoot a little bit more than Barkley coming into the league. But you take the athleticism of a young Barkley combined with, like when he was with Phoenix and won the MVP, the better shooting. And I think that's what it kind of looks like, but on a collegiate level right now. Um, but I just, I hope he's the real deal. And that once in a generation talent. I'm not sold quite yet, but I'm on the fence. I'm tiptoeing towards it. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Let me see what he does. And then, you know what? He'll be the most exciting thing to watch this summer in Summer League. If he, you know, if he plays and whatnot. Remember last year with Lonzo and whatnot, or the year before that with yeah. Lonzo and him tearing up summer league and yeah. people I, getting excited. I think no one's gonna be able to hold it. Like, can't tell me you're gonna have to like, you're gonna have to put a vet on him yeah. to contain him. You're not gonna be able to put some young one, one, two, three guys years in the league guy on him, and that's gonna be able to contain him. Yep, he's just gonna be an absolute monster. I see, I see him playing with the physicality of like a Carmelo. I got something for you. That, and that would be interesting with him. Like just that size where he's yeah. just going to get in there and he's going to play physical. Carmelo was a beast, man. Like, he's, just, he's got that body. Like it's just solid. He's 6'7", 248. Carmelo's 6'9", 250. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're similar. I will say this. Um, some of the bottom feeders in the league are obviously going to have almost the same chance of getting him. You know, New York. I see, If he goes to New York, my God, watch out. Yeah. Well, the media is going to hype him up like no matter what. But I don't know if he can handle being in that bubble. You don't think so? I don't know. That's that's a lot of attention, man. New York will tear you to fucking shreds. Um, Phoenix. Different market. Hmm. Less attention. You already have Devin Booker there. You know that boy can score. Dude, you put him with... Uh, you get in and out going with him and uh, Zion? That automatically becomes an interesting team in the Western Conference. I think you overnight. pick up one other guy. And then... Uh, is this- no, he got released. Riza. Is he still there or did he get released and go somewhere else? I, I watched so little of them. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen he left the Rockets. I kind of stopped following him. But, yeah. he was there. but I mean, like if, he's, if he is still there, that's a great pickup. That could be interesting. I mean, you also got bottom feeders. You know, Dallas didn't make the playoffs. Sacramento didn't make the playoffs. There's a lot of players looking for a place. A lot of teams looking to trade. What if New Orleans happens to crazy, in a crazy way, get him? You still think Anthony Davis is considering leaving? Wouldn't want to play with that man? He- Come on. You think I don't know. I don't think they. I don't. I don't think New Orleans would want to keep Davis now. Well, I I totally get that. He overplayed his hand. Uh, New Orleans doesn't. The city doesn't want him. Yeah. They fired their GM. Uh, what, what's his face? But um, I think even if he wanted to stay, he, there's no way he can stay. He's already burnt that bridge. Yep. The NBA wants Zion to play for the Knicks more than anything else in this world. Because it wants the marketability. Yes. But sometimes, as I've said before. The old monkey's tail, or monkey's paw uh, line comes into play. Be careful what you wish for. You just might get it, and when you get it, it's not what you it's thought it was. Not gonna be. what you fucking thought it would be, man. We'll see with this. Yeah, I'm not I, convinced. I want to see him probably go to the Knicks more than anything. Mm. I mean, obviously, I want to go to the Rockets. But that's never going to happen. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I think I think the Knicks would be a great option for him. Um, or even if somehow maybe like Dallas Dallas got into the mix with it. I mean, they're. That'd be interesting. They're pretty low, and they somehow they got and traded up for him and got him. I think with him, 
that could change the game for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. It really could. Um, we'll fucking see. Yeah. We'll fucking I see, I think whoever we get them is basically, you got your you got your cornerstone piece to make a run. Whew. Yeah, that's a, that's high praise, and we'll see. Not the first year, but if you if you get him and you start getting some pieces around him, like that's a solid foundation. To build it is. Home. It is. It definitely is a solid foundation. I'm excited about the kid. I just hope he can handle those bright lights, man, because... It's a different animal. It really, yeah. really is. Few people um, can take it. Yeah, and but I, I wish him success, man. I'm happy for him. Your boy Robert Kraft, man, <laughs> getting uh, some of the happy ending massages down man, there. Man, stop kink shaming, kink shaming the man. I don't care what he does. I don't care what he does. Um, but we got to be real. Um, he's a wild one. <laughs> you know? My thing is like when you when you have that when you have Kraft money. Yeah, you do. Why are you going somewhere? Yeah. Why aren't they coming to you? The the absence of groupies coming at this billionaire is disappointing to me. What happened to the old school follow any billionaire groupies? Like they the Anna, Remember Anna Nicole Smith? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Married to like a ninety seven year old dude. Remember back in the day? He's, there's there's got to be plenty of women out there that want. I'm like, what happened, ladies? Coming? What happened to thoughts? Come on now. The, 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 the thoughts Services should've... need to be provided. Right? And money needs to be spent. This man is obviously lonely and a billionaire. What's going wrong with you I know. Um, we'll see. This man is not serving a single piece of jail time. This is going to be swept under the rugs. Even if there is a conviction, uh, it'll be a no, slap on the wrist. I honestly have no issue with it. Yeah. Like, I mean, why, is, why are we making a deal out of this just because he has money? Yeah. Any other person, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Um, but I will say, if there is, like... Uh, still images or video or anything of that sort of him going in or out or even like blurred uh, images of him being on the massage parlor bed or whatever, the memes on the internet will destroy him forever. No. You don't think so? No. How he, so? He's a winner. He is a winner. He wants six. No one gives a shit as six, long as you win. Six championships. He's but, the, but arguably he, one of the greatest owners of all time. Is do we associate him with the winning, or do we associate Belichick and Brady with that winning? I think you, you're both. I mean, you have to have... I mean, you just matter if you have a good coach. If your owner doesn't want to play ball with you, you can't do it. I mean, Kraft lets Belichick do, uh, do what he wants, and he supports him financially with this what he needs true. to do. So, Real. I mean, like, obviously I give more of the credit to Belichick and to Brady, yeah. but you can't you can't disassociate Kraft with he's the owner. He is the team. He is the face of the franchise in a lot of ways in terms of signing those goddamn and checks. Dave, how many wings does he have? He's like... Six. He's just, he just, I don't have enough hand. Well, the other thing for, for all the haters out there, there's nothing to prevent them from winning seven. No. There really, there really isn't. They're going to win the AFC East again, and they'll be in contention. Hey, he'll draft a couple back checkers yep. and a couple car pushers, and he'll win championship. He'll win the Super Bowl. I mean, the dude wins with. My question for you is this: I'll, I'll I'll do the East Coast version and a West Coast version of this question. Should Logan International, the airport in uh, Boston, I think I believe that's the name of it right now, should it be named after Brady at this point? Tom Brady International. Should should Massachusetts and the New England fans be able to do that? No, I think there's two. I think there's greater players than Tom, than Tom Brady. Ooh, hot take. Who you got over Brady? I mean, this the, the six time winning champion. Yeah, it's a it's a hard question to answer. I I know you stumbled. Uh, I mean, it's just like there. it's just. Uh, but I'm talking about for that area, for that region, for Boston. Bill Russell. 
why I love Bill Russell. There's no doubt about it. But remember, Bill Russell encountered Larry, such ugly Larry thing. Bird? Well, yeah, he, he won three. Brady won six. But let's go back to Russell. Russell encountered such ugly, overt racism of thing, you know, things being thrown at him, names being called, his family being threatened. So you don't think he'd want to be associated with it? I don't think he would want to, and I don't think the city loves him like that, even to this day. It's sad. He, like, I think he's probably the greatest sports Absolutely. persona in Boston history. I, it should happen. It just won't. I'm saying I'm dealing with the reality of today right now. I think Brady is the only one who could think, get that honor. For, I mean, ultimately, I can't remember. Are there any other airports that have been named after sports? Ooh, you're putting me on the spot. I'm going to say an internet. You can fact check me right now, I'm but sorry. I think no for, for sports. But I just don't have, see that happening. You like have like Reagan airport. International for uh, named after a president. But that's different. There's a lot of presidents. Bush International. Yeah. I, I mean, there's no, that's a president. There's a difference between a president and a sports star. Yes, there is a difference. However, there's, there's still, no Jordan. There's no like. There's not like. It's not Jordan International in Chicago. Would would Chicago? I think Chicago should name O'Hara after Jordan. It's not going to happen. I think it could. I don't think it could ever happen. You don't think it could ever? No. I think the time has probably passed. But in 1998, you could not tell me that the citizens of Chicago wouldn't have voted for calling it MJ International. I think it just didn't occur to them that it was a possibility. I don't now it, I don't think it's all things could happen. But it could have in '98. Out of all the players in sports right now, he's probably the most deserving. Jordan. No, that are active right now. That current era. Oh, for Brady. For Brady. Okay. Yeah. He's probably the only. No. She would never get it, but we're not going to bring that up. You know who I'm talking about? Who? Serena. Yeah. Oh, oh but uh, Brady's oh. probably the uh, in the United States probably the only player that would get it. Yes, Serena will never get like the recognition el- she deserves. You never get the recognition she deserves. It's the greatest female athlete. Blah blah blah. But LAX is not going to be Serena International. I get that. However, there should be several long boulevards and streets in LA named after Serena oh, while she's alive and doing her thing. I mean, she's in, she's she's in the top ten of greatest athletes in the world. Yeah, all time. You know what? Rename Compton. She's from Compton. It's Serenaville. Serenaville. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Tom Brady, does he deserve it? Yes. Will it happen? now? Damn. Okay. We're going West Coast now. We already went West Coast with Serena. That was a great hot take. Should Steph get either uh, International Boulevard or uh, East 14th in, in, in Oakland? Or should he get even Market Street in if San three, Francisco? If he three-peats, it's in the discussion. If he doesn't three-peat, no. Okay. So he has three championships, but the three Pete, which would be winning his fourth championship, would put the. Would I think give there's you... a difference between winning, like winning four championships and winning yep. three in a row. Okay. I think that's just something that just doesn't happen in any sports. It's super, it's it's not not it doesn't happen, but it's rare. I think we're on to something here. I think this is a bigger issue that needs to be resolved. You know, Magic Johnson and Kobe and Kareem. They need large sections of Los Angeles named after them, too. Not just yeah. Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame or anything like that. We need, like... Kobe Boulevard. Kobe Boulevard. Like Rodeo or something like that. Magic yeah. Boulevard. You know what I mean? Like, this needs to happen. Yeah. Pay respect. Because I, I'm getting all this from Nipsey Hussle, obviously. He passed away, got shot and murdered and whatnot. And they're thinking about naming some streets after him. Did you have to die to get the street named after you? Not to be disrespectful, but... Well, I don't think it should take time. No, I don't think so either. So I think I, when you when, when you put enough forth to a community. Well, but wait a minute. Maybe it should be 
after death, though, because of scandals. Like, literally tomorrow, we could get into some Me Too crap, and, like, both of these players get into, like, serious scandals, and everybody be like, no, we have to take that name down. We don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah. It could happen. I'm just saying there's a possibility. You know what I mean? Hopefully not, but I'd like to explore this, have this discussion about renaming stuff after great sports greatness. That does not happen enough. No, I, I completely agree. Um, who in the Warriors' history who would you put besides Steph? Can't put Durant. Durant's not. A, he he's no. He, he's not a warrior. Well, let, let, let's be, let, let's take a quick timeout on Durant because we haven't even mentioned him all that much on this cast. Yeah. Durant has been doing some bitch made moves, and I'm a Warriors fan. All year long, the number one headline in sports for the NBA has been: Is Durant's gone next year? He's going to the Knicks. I think he's gone. But this is. Durant could put a, uh, put the kibosh on all of this all fucking year long. 82 games long, he has done nothing to curtail this and let everybody speculate. Any publicity is good publicity, bad or good. It is, but at the same time, this is almost, if we weren't such a championship-level team, this would be a distraction for any other ball club where your best player or arguably your best player, but number two player. the Warriors are at a level where they realize that, like, hey, like, obviously he's worried about his future. Like, not worried about his future, but he's planning for that. But right now, yeah. we're still playing ball. Uh, agreed. It's just a very egregious way of handling things. He, he, there's some drama. And, and I get on LeBron for the drama that he caused. KD has caused drama. He had that fight with uh, uh, Draymond earlier. This has been something where he could have literally said all season long, I have not made up made any decisions. It's I'm probably going to stay here. I want to stay here. We'll see what happens. And I, left it at that. I honestly don't think KD is a is a warrior. I think he Ooh. came he came to the Bay Area to win championships. Yep. He didn't come here because he you knows a is a warrior. Like Steph is a warrior. Yes. Well, he, it's his team. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be. Clay is a warrior. Yep. Yep. You know, like, so I mean, just is what it is. But like Durant came here for championships. Yeah. Like, did he contribute to the to to two finals to the MVPs? Franchise? Yeah. He yeah. did. He he paid his dues here. But uh, at the end of the day, he came for championships, not for the not for the uh, the love. The love. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he's getting he's getting no streets named. Especially if even if we win this one, he's not getting any streets named after him. But there is still a possibility of a statue in front of the Chase Center. At least for me, if you win three finals with us, well, you can have that whole team on, on a statue in front. Pretty much. Yeah. Can't yeah. Do that. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing Clay. I'm doing Dre. Steph. He's all. gonna have them all just as posted up. Yeah. Exactly. Like big, exactly. No. You know, we're trying to catch up. Lakers had uh, Kareem and Shaq and Kobe and Magic out there for, for, and Jerry West all out there. We're doing everybody, everybody. in bronze. Oh my god. In platinum. You're, you're, you're ridiculous. We're doing it in star platinum. How about that? <laughs> okay, Mr. Joe Star. <laughs> um, sports athletes. Getting famous. Actually, you can name a district after somebody. Yeah, I There's think no like honestly, people hate, hate him or love him. You know, obviously he's a controversial character. LeBron should get an insane amount of stuff in Cleveland named after him. Absolutely, he has done more for that community with college, with everything. Like, the doesn't school. matter school. It doesn't matter if you like the guy or not. He's a class act. Yes, and he's he's not someone who's doing scandalous things no, off the court. No, yeah, he's, like, he's like a normal guy with his family off the court. So yeah. I, mean, like, I respect people that can do that and then give back. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, if I like you or not. I can, I can still respect you. Absolutely. And, you know, hey, look, I feel like even Hakeem in Houston should have some stuff named after yeah, him. Yeah, he does, yeah. And then Yao as well. Yao has some stuff named after him. He has a restaurant there. He, I mean, as far as when it goes for the Asian culture in Houston, yeah, he has done more than anyone else. I like it. I like it. Um... We know that we're basketball-centric on here. The playoffs are right here on the way. I need to hear, do you have a hot take about an upset from a seeding standpoint 
Eastern Conference or Western Conference, someone, some team that is going to be surprised, punched in the mouth this season, and we're going, even if it's in the first round, where we're going to say, damn, I didn't see that coming. So-and-so got fucking beat. The truth has been told. Because I got one if you don't. Mm, my biggest one is probably if um, so whoever plays San Antonio, whether it's going to be Denver or Houston. Yeah. I think it doesn't matter what San Antonio you're playing, team you're playing. They're always going to be dangerous. I think they had the biggest um, upset power whether either either conference yep. period. So I honestly saying that whether they play Denver, or Houston, and you know it obviously have two days left in the league. So and there's literally no game separating. Yep. So these standings could all change, but I think whoever they plays has has to come with their A game because you're not going to go down quietly. I feel like San Antonio could very easily upset anybody they play, but right. well, with the exception of maybe the Warriors and go uh, Houston. I think they could take both of those teams to six games, though. Yep. I really do. I, I respect the hell out of Pop. I respect the hell out of what he can do. Um, out East, I feel like, even though they don't have the top seed, I feel like Philly can play ball with anybody anybody there. Who do you who do you think, sorry, finals, both, both conferences? Oh, I shouldn't bet against the Bucks. I really shouldn't in the East. But at the same time, I have to bet against them because I haven't seen them in the playoffs yet. So I am not going with the conventional wisdom of the team that won 60 games and has home court advantage throughout winning the Eastern Conference. I'm going to trust the process and say Philly comes out of the East and goes to the finals. Though? I'm sorry, the finals for both. for both like The Eastern and the Washington Conference, you're playing in those two games. Golden State has home court. I don't see them losing four. I got Golden State versus Philly. Philly? Okay. Who do you think they beat to get to the finals? So I'm trying to find out. Ooh, who Golden State? Or who does Golden State and who does Philly play in the finals for their Eastern and Western Conference to go to the championship? I mean, right now in the in the West, you have probably the only rivalry going on in the NBA currently. I mean, obviously des- they, they're two zero. They're they're zero two, but I mean, I desperately want Houston and, and Golden State. It's just State a again. great series I, it, every time. It, it's wonderful. It has everything you could possibly dream of. So b- big markets. Battles, players, great players. Yeah. It's, just, it, it's just a shootout. Just yeah. like, like, yeah. Who's got the bigger gun? And I will say this now. Even if Houston is over, able to overcome us, I'm just going to tip my hat and root for them in the finals if they make it. I think it. they just want... I mean, Western Conference, you just want whoever's come out. Yeah. You, I just want, always want the domination of the Western Conference over the Eastern Conference. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. So, and then in the East, I got uh, Philly versus probably the Bucks, and the Bucks collapse in game six or seven. Okay. But I, I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you, actually, on both sides. Mm. Warriors and Philly. Philly I like a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, the people that had the best chance to upset them are Boston. But we'll see. Um, but then I think the Warriors, I mean, I think we'll take, if the Rockets play them, we'll take three games. Maybe uh, two games for sure. Maybe three games. I don't see us beating them, honestly. Just because, mm. I mean, if Harden has a night, if Steph has a night off or, uh, you know, an off night, yep. it's for the players that cover him. Yep. Harden has, you know, it's him and, other, him and CP3. Other than that, there's no real guys that are, that are going to just take over. Bogut's going to be the difference maker. He, it, which is odd to say, I know. But his big body getting blocks, rebounds, and setting screens. He's a gritty player. He's a gritty player, and he's going to frustrate Capella. And you need Capella to put up 20-point, 15-rebound games every night as yeah. well. So I love guys like that. Guys like um, 
uh, Iggy. Oh, yeah. Um, why am I blanking on him from the Rockets right now? He's the wings. Uh, PJ Tucker. Yeah. The guys that are just, man, they're just, gr- they're just gritty, do the dirty work. Let's hope for this, too. No matter what happens in these playoffs, and these are going to be exciting time, games and whatnot, I want everybody to be injury free because oh. I don't want I don't want any of the Asterisk. you know the asterisks or the excuses throughout the entire playoffs for all these teams that make it and whatnot, and especially go deep into the playoffs. Let's have no injuries, and even if there are injuries, uh, bang ups, bruises, cuts, and whatnot, you know, minor stuff. There's no excuses whatsoever. Yeah. I would you know. much rather beat a full power Warriors team than Absolutely. a Warriors team where like Steph or KD's hurt. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, we didn't really beat them. Yeah. And I don't want CP3 to go out again. Yeah. You, or... you want to beat a team at their best so that yep. way you know, like, yeah. I'm, we yeah. beat you. Absolutely. So, so let's bring it on. Uh, this was our playoff preview. Playoff preview show, man. Try to do one after. Also, let's see if we can try and do one maybe either in between each series or after each series. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be good. Absolutely. We can even do okay. one uh, midway through the first round. And when, I think uh, so. Some yeah, of the let's give us an idea of what's going on. Absolutely. Because there's going to be some surprises after oh, a couple so games. I think so. This weekend is this here. This March Madness was nuts too, man. So I think these two, March Madness and the NBA playoffs, are both going to be just action-packed. I mean, it's going to be good. Absolutely, man. Um, let's take us on out, man. Uh, where can folks find you? Uh, right now, you can find me at uh, the professor at Twitter, and then um, you can look me up on Facebook, uh, probably with my you know government name, Ryan Cardona. But uh, uh-huh. other than that, just hit me up, guys. Love to hear from you. Look forward to hearing your comments and your questions. I'm gonna, you know, I'm always at Cthulhu's Prodigy online. Do not look at my avatar. I lost a bet about that shitty ass Captain Marvel movie, but it's still your boy. Always on that NBA grind. Always on NBA Twitter. Always trolling. We out this bitch.